Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Age of Radio. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. All right, ladies and gentlemen, time once again for sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. This is Big Man, and of course, joining me as always is my brother Cooper. Cooper. How you doing, brother? Doing good, man. You ready for this? Of course I'm ready for this. I know, right? Football talk, baby. That's right. This is where my sweet zone is, man. That's my sweet zone. (laughs) Lay lay some groove, some fastballs right there and watch me sail them out of the park. A little baseball reference for the baseball playoffs while we're doing football talk. How about that? There you go. Are you ready to score a touchdown with this football talk, though? Let's do it. There you go. There's a football <laughs> reference for me to not throw you off so much. So let's start off with the top 25 scores and highlights. Alabama survived against Texas A&M at home 24-20, though Bryce Young did not um, play that game due to injury. So Alabama survives. Number two, Georgia took care of Auburn 42-10. Ohio State clobbered Michigan State in East Lansing and East Lansing. There we go. 49-20. Uh, Michigan, number four, Michigan went on the road to Indiana, 131-10. Number five, Clemson, also on the road in Boston College, winning 31-3. USC had the uh, Cougars come from, down from the Palouse, Washington State uh, would be, winning 30-14 at home in L.A. Oklahoma State hosted Texas Tech, got off to a little bit of a slow start, but eventually found their groove offensively and ended up winning by 10, 41-31. The surprise in the SEC, the number eight Tennessee Volunteers went into Baton Rouge, Louisiana, and took down number 25 LSU, 40-13. Not surprised they beat LSU, just surprised how well they're doing overall. That's why I was saying it's a surprise. Yeah. So not really wasn't that surprised, honestly, that they beat LSU. Uh, Ole Miss is still holding on strong with a good showing. Uh, and, uh, Vanderbilt winning 52-28. to Let's see here. Number 11, Utah, went to uh, Pasadena to take on UCLA. And the Bruins won a tight one, 42-32. Uh, out in Arizona, number 12, Oregon, traveled down uh, to Tucson to take on the Wildcats. They didn't score through the air, but they kept pushing it in on the ground, winning 49-22. That was crazy. That is crazy, bro. Yeah. Let's see here. Uh, number 13, Kentucky, suffered another loss, this time losing at home 
to uh, unranked South Carolina 24-14. I believe their starting quarterback, um, Levins, also did not play um, after being injured the week prior. So back-to-back weeks for Kentucky and back-to-back losses. Yikes. Let's see here. Number 15, Wake Forest hosted Army, winning 45-10. Number 16, BYU has suffered its third loss of the year, losing to unranked Notre Dame up in Notre Dame, 28-10. Number 17, uh, TCU went into Kansas and finally ended Kansas' winning streak, though, again, a quarterback injury did not help Kansas, as TCU Horn Frogs won 38-31. Number 20, Kansas State beat Iowa State at, on the road, uh, winning 10-9. Well, that's a freaking close-ass game. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Arizona State hosted the number 21 Washington Huskies, winning 45-38. And number 23, Mississippi State beat Arkansas 40-17. to Out of those games, Koopa, anything jump out at you? Dude, the Ducks, man. That, that's pretty crazy, brother. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man. And, uh, you know... I, I actually, I love the fact that, you know, the Gators won this weekend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about that. I'm just saying. I'm going. Yeah, the Ducks uh, had seven, all seven of their touchdowns on the on the ground. Uh, three by Bo Nix, one by Winningham, one by uh, James, uh, Bucky Irving had one, and uh, our tight end, Matavao, had one as well. So, I guess he ran an end around or something. Wow. So, you know, not bad. A little three-yard game. All. all right. And uh, Bo Nix didn't, tur- didn't have a turnover. So that was helpful. He went 20 of 25 for 265 yards. Of course, nothing through the air, as we just stated. Everything was on the ground, uh, you know. So not bad. And we had two fumble recoveries, which put us in good field position. So actually four fumble recoveries. So there you go. Yeah. Defense wins games, brother. That's what we like to see. All right. Um, And we will talk about that Gator game. So, in the Gator game, we actually attended the Gator game. Yes, we did. It was so cool, dude. Yes, it was awesome. It was both our first times in the Swamp in an actual game. You had been to the Swamp for a spring spring game uh, a few years back, but it was our first experience in a real um, Gator football game. I will tell you, dude, it, it's a lot different, and the vibe is a lot different. Um, it was it was pretty cool, dude. Uh, you know, it was it was nuts, and we got to take my son too. So mm-hmm. that was that was the biggest blessing was watching him just have fun, be a nine year old little boy, and get to watch some football. You know, I mean, uh, I, I don't remember doing stuff like that with my dad or my uncle. So right. That was cool. Yes, sir. I mean, it was a blast to watch. And, you know, unfortunately, we had some issues with our tickets, so it took us a while to actually get into the game and sit in and all that. We basically caught the second half of the game. Right. But, you know, it was really cool. You know, um, unfortunately, we missed the uh, 49 pick six that happened early in the year. I mean, not early in the year, early in the game, which uh, was a bit of a bummer. But uh, we got in, got seated. We got to see the... Two touchdowns by the Gators. Um, got a little panicky when Missouri cut it within seven and the offense had a chance to put away the game, really didn't do it, had to punt it back up, but the defense held strong one last time and made sure we got that victory. Yeah, if it wasn't for the defense, dude. Oof. Oh, yeah. I mean... Uh, the defense showed up and showed out. Richardson, man, he's still kind of inconsistent. Like you said, 
staying one more year will help him out. So, mm-hmm. but uh, it was a good game all around, dude. And it was nice to actually go watch a Gator game and they actually won. So, all right, you know, and they did a lot of their damage on the ground. The Gators did. Uh, they ran the ball for mostly um, to keep you know Missouri off off balance. Basically, you know, yeah. uh, Montreal J- Johnson had eighty. 80- Six yards, ETN had 83, Richardson put 45 on the ground himself, and Wright had 22, so, you know, we had a, they had 231 on the ground. They went with their strengths, dude, and that's, that's what matters is, is, is to win football games, you have to go with what you're good at, and, and it helps take the pressure off of Richardson when, you know, yeah, he did run for 45 yards, but when you've got two other running backs who can run over 80, that definitely helps. Yeah, and let's not forget to talk about Ventral Miller, our linebacker number fifty-one. Oh, 51. dude, that dude was all over the field, brother. That dude just finds himself next to the ball. I mean, he didn't. I don't think he had a turnover in the game, but he was in on everything. Dude. It was insane. Uh, Miller ended up. What did he end up finishing here? Of course, he switched back. Stop switching back over to Missouri. Don't care about Missouri. He ended up with uh, 10 solo tackles, total of 11. Two of them were tackles for loss, and he had a QB hurry. But, man, he was just wrecking he was havoc. all over the place, dude. Yeah, he, he's going to be um, a fine NFL player, if not possibly a potential superstar. I mean, I don't want to be, be a homer about it, but if you have a nose for the ball in the SEC as a linebacker, you should do well in the NFL. Definitely, yeah. And he has enough. And what I liked about this performance, because Missouri gave Georgia fits the week prior, and almost pulled the upset on Georgia. And the way our if we get this defense to show up against Georgia when we play them later on this year, I'm not saying we're gonna win, but it'll be a game. But it will be a game because there was a few games where we were watching on TV and we're like, the Gators will be lucky if they freaking can keep up. With Georgia, we were thinking it was possibly going to look like the Ducks against Georgia yeah. from the beginning of the year. Uh, that's how bad it looked. And now I'm looking at it like, okay, well, the defense is stout. Richardson, though, he had a blah of a game. Eight, eight for 14, 66 yards, had the touching, and also threw that pick. Yeah. yeah. I, I, still don't, I still don't believe in him, and I don't like how they hyped him up at the beginning of the year. It mm-hmm. went to his head, and he's still... He's still reeling from it, dude. I don't, I don't get it. So yeah. and that's why I sit there and said, dude, come back one more year. Don't buy into your hype. Yeah. Come back one more year. Refine your game. Get more accurate. And then once you can do that, then you can go out because next year will be a lot better because it'll be your second year in the offense that building Napier runs. Our defense, even though we're probably going to lose some good quality seniors and stuff, you know, I don't think it should be a total drop off. But that offense will step up. You know, ATN will have another year under his belt because he's only a freshman. Yeah. So your running back's going to get more experience. Your receivers, yeah, we're probably going to lose a couple guys. I believe some of them are, are seniors. But there are other guys that will get a chance who's now had experience will step up next year. Bro, just come back. Right. Just come back. Yeah. One more year. Potential Heisman candidate and, you know, a legitimate threat for us in the college football playoff here in, in Florida. You know, unlike the other two that pretend they are. All right. And then the other one that just claims a national championship because they don't get the invite. 
Yeah. Sorry, South, uh, Central Florida. I still respect you, but... Yeah, definitely. Come on. You said you want a championship just because you didn't get an invite. That's a little insane. All right, you ready to switch gears and talk about football? Let's I do mean, it. NFL football? Yeah, let's do it. We're still talking football. I don't know what the frick I was saying there. <laughs> All right, so on Thursday night football, the Indianapolis Colts beat the Denver Broncos 12-9. All field goals, baby. So if you were a fan of scoring... You weren't a fan of that night. <laughs> I don't think anybody was a fan of that night. Um, that was uh, a terrible birthday gift from the NFL. For yeah, I I've seen a lot of people on social media go, "What was that?" Like both the quarterbacks just looked like they were off the whole game, dude. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, and to the Sunday games first. Well, first one we'll talk about because we're just going to talk about this in in the order that I have on here. Your unfortunate Pittsburgh Steelers went into Buffalo and lost badly, thirty-eight to three. Too many plays over the top to Gabriel Davis, bro. Ninety-eight yards and then a sixty-two yard later. We're we're really missing T.J. Watt, dude. Um, yeah, that's without true. Without him, it's it's not the same defense, and he just brings something to the locker room that you know, mm-hmm. you know, it, it hypes everyone up and. The fact that he's not there and the fact that, you know, our rookie quarterback made his first start in Buffalo, you know, it's... Yeah. Uh, we really wondered how that was end up going to play out, and unfortunately it did not play out well in his favor. That's why I said it would have been smarter to have started him the week prior at home against the Jets, so he had a game under his belt before having to go to face Buffalo in Buffalo. And I'm sorry, but Buffalo's been on a tear, dude. And yeah, um, you know the wagons are, are rounding, and they're probably going to end up in the playoffs, if not the Super Bowl. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to their game though this weekend against the Chiefs. That's going to be yeah, that's going to be the game. That's going to gonna be a game to watch. All right. Speaking of the Jets, the Jets demolished the Dolphins forty to seventeen after Teddy Bridgewater left after the first play of the game when he had an apparent head injury. The NFL did come up with new protocols and said if you are possibly out with a concussion, you are not allowed back into the game. So if he even cleared concussion protocol normally, it wouldn't have mattered. It yeah. wouldn't have mattered. Bridgewater did not come back. Skylar Thompson came in for the Dolphins, and the Jets ran away with it. Yeah, man. <clears throat> and then uh, the fun thing, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Atlanta Falcons 21-15, looked in control of that game, but Atlanta was trying to make mount a comeback when an unfortunate penalty against Grady Jarrett as he sacked Tom Brady was called for roughing the passer. Yeah, man, I seen that, and that didn't look like roughing the passer at all. No, and I'm like looking at it, going, "Dude, that was clean." What more can you do? You don't want him to just spear him, so he wraps, pulls him down, pulls him on top of him, and then puts him over to the yeah, side. He didn't. He, it wasn't hard. It wasn't anything. It was just, but you know, Tom Brady's gonna be a prima donna. <laughs> Look over at the ref. Where's my penalty? Mm-hmm. And he gets it. Yep. That's just... Uh, Which then, of course... I hope he's regretting it now. Yeah. Of course, then, that ended up allowing um, 
the Buccaneers to keep the ball, run the clock, and ended any hope for Atlanta's comeback. Yeah, I hope it, I hope he's regretting it now because you know everybody's been talking about it all week. Mm-hmm. But you know, controversy creates cash, so yeah. I don't know. But we got a, we got more controversy coming up here in a little yep. bit with the uh, Monday night game. Yep. Uh, speaking of our pro, pro teams not doing Jack Diddley squat, the Texans beat the Jaguars thirteen to six. What the hell was that? Uh, I don't know, man. Trevor Lawrence has got to step it up, brother. Um, you know, you, you could still say that he doesn't really have the receivers, but at the same time, he's made some pretty pretty questionable plays himself. So throwing that interception that he did was just ugh, yeah, just horrible. Yeah, it was an absolute nightmare. And, I, and we're just I'm looking at it like, where are you throwing that? The corner. I believe it was a corner. It might have been a safety. But the guy was sitting there watching you fucking do that. And he's just like, this guy's about to throw me the ball, isn't he? Yeah. And he did. He's like, oh, don't drop it. It was like he already predetermined where he was going to throw it. It didn't matter. Yeah. And the the defensive back's like, he's not really going to do this to me, is he? He's not going to do this, is he? Boom, I got that. Don't worry about it. Yep. It was just bad. Speaking of bad. Our NFL Sunday was terrible, by the way. The Dallas Cowboys crushed the Rams 22-10 to thanks to our sieve of an offensive line not being able to protect Matthew Stafford right off the bat with the strip sack fumble for a touchdown. And then, of course, the block punt that led to, a, I think, a field goal or a touchdown. One of the two. I don't freaking remember. It was crazy. It was stupid. I will have to say, dude, uh, you, you held your composure pretty well around everybody because this this was an afternoon game and everybody was at the house and and the big man held his composure with it. Well, what bothered me the most, though, is other than the fact that we held him pretty decently defensively because we gave him the short field twice. Well, they got the touchdown off of the strap sack, strap, uh, sack strip fumble, and then the block punt sent him up real nice. We never really tried to bring it on freaking Cooper Rush. It's like, it's not Dak back there. Go get him. Send somebody. We finally sent um, Ramsey on a blindside blitz, which ended up working out, getting Ramsey his first career sack. But other than that, we didn't really try to go after Cooper at all. Yeah. And I never understood that. I'm like... Why didn't we do that all game? He's not Dak. He's not going to beat you with his feet. Turn, turn and go on him. You guys didn't do nothing. And, you know, of course, Dallas, of course, got away with a lot of holding on Aaron Donald. That one big touchdown that, um, um, God, I can't remember his name off the top of my head. Pollard. Tony Pollard got. They blatantly held Aaron Donald. Which made it where he tried to throw his arm out just to slow down Pollard, and he ran right through it because he, uh, you know, Donald's trying to go one way and he's being dragged back the other way, clearly, mm-hmm. and they didn't call it. It's just like, dude, you gotta call that blatantly obvious holding penalty right there. Of course you won't though, because it's Dallas, and you can take Dallas and Tom Brady, stick them both on a plane, and then crash it somewhere. That'd be doing me a favor. <laughs> Bill Belichick too, while you're at it. Anyways, uh, I accidentally clicked into a game. There we go. <laughs> Here we go. All right. Uh, the early, early game of the day, 
happened in London, where the New York Giants surprisingly beat the Packers 27-22. to Yeah, that was just weird. And what kind of garbage, garbage has, been, has Aaron Rodgers been smoking, man? Because, dude. Right? What the hell? Well, granted, he has no top receiver. He has a bunch of threes and fours. Yeah. And a rookie who could potentially be a two, but he's a rookie. So, yeah, yeah I, that is beyond a head scratcher. It's like, are they trying to make him retire? Yeah. <laughs> They're yeah, like, I we don't they want to, they don't want to trade him or release him. They just want him to retire on his own and go away. Right. That's what it seems like. Because that's just all it's been. Uh, the Chargers would end up beating the Browns 30-28 to on the road in Cleveland. A questionable fourth and two call um, didn't end up backfiring on the Chargers as the defense stopped the Browns from getting into field goal range and possibly winning that game. That was dumb. Yeah. That was, I, don't, I don't even know what that was. That was just asinine. Just unbelievable. I digress. Uh, <laughs> the Vikings almost allowed the Bears to completely pull a comeback, but the Vikings would hold on by 7-29-22. The Patriots blanked the number one scoring offense in the league, the Detroit Lions, 29-0 at home. Dude, Billy Zappi? <laughs> They're down to their Billy Zappi, their third-string quarterback, and they blanked and shut out the Lions 29-0. That's just crazy, dude. And that just shows that Bill Belichick is still kind of like Alabama. Yeah. You, you've got... You've got uh, you know, like starters all around. I, I'm telling you, it's mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah. Uh, we had a wild shootout also in New Orleans as the Saints beat the Seahawks 39-32. In a game that somebody just basically had to win, the Titans beat the Commanders 21-17. <laughs> the 49ers demolished the Panthers 37-15, which led to a firing, which we'll talk about here soon. The Eagles held on against the Cardinals in Arizona, winning 20-17 to remain the only still unbeaten team in the league. The Ravens survived the Bengals on Sunday Night Football. And on Monday Night Football, despite almost not being able to come back because of a blown call, the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Raiders 30-29. Again, a question... Well, this one was more questionable... Because the late hit, or the roughing the passer wasn't late, was actually Jones had hit Carr, stripped him of the ball, managed to recover the ball on its way down, and ended up landing on him. But because they couldn't see the fumble, he was flagged. That's dumb. The only thing I can say... I, I I think they need to make a rule in the NFL... Where you can actually challenge the ref. Like, I know they have the challenge call or whatever, but you need to be able to challenge some of them penalties because sometimes they're full on asinine. Yeah, I mean, it's blatantly asinine. And you just sit there and see something like that. And the only thing, I, like I said, I said the, only, the main happiest on Tuesday was Tom Brady because it, it was another blown call, and again, and it wasn't against Mahomes because if it was against Mahomes, people would have been, "Oh, you called it because it was Mahomes." Well, it happened to Derek Carr, and you can get almost anybody to think that Derek Carr is not a top-rated quarterback. There are some of us who like him. I like him. I like him. You like him. Yep. Colin Coward likes him. We there's people who really like him, 
think he's actually close to a top 10 quarterback, but you're going to see majority of fans, even Raiders fans, don't even view him as a top 10 quarterback. And they're like, so he's, so Tom Brady's just like, thank God it happened to a quarterback that no one really likes. Right. So that way I don't look like me. So it takes, so it takes the blow off him a little bit. Yeah, but he's still a linebacker. Yeah, he's a prima Cry donna. And we did just get breaking news into the, the episode. Uh, that would be the Gators landed the number 88 overall um, ranked player in the nation in the recruiting class. Wow, that's pretty cool. Dion, I believe it said Dion Johnson. Let me get back to that. I accidentally swiped it away instead of actually leaving it alone. So that was my bad. NCAA. Come on, you just had it here. Where'd it go? Okay, well, let me go to my team's favorites. Sorry. <laughs> it's all good, bro. If I didn't swipe it away, it'd be right here. Florida. Here we go. Gators commit flip, earn commitment, or complete flip, earn commitment from Dijon Johnson. Let's see here. Let me get the article up. Uh, flipped him from Ohio State. Nice. Nice. Uh, Florida Gators are heating back up on the recruiting trail, completing their long-fought flip, long flip of Tampa, uh, Florida, Wharton, um, high school 2023 cornerback Dijon Johnson from his previous pledge to Ohio State on Thursday evening. Uh, let's see here. He is a 6'1", 190 corner from Tampa, um, and he flipped from Ohio State, choosing the Gators over SC and Miami. He is our, um, in Florida has arguably assembled one of the best DB classes in 2013. And wow. he's a four-star commit, too. Wow, dude, that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to see if they have his um, position rank on here. You're on the ESPN, right? No, I'm actually on the score. On the score? Mm-hmm. Right. And there's Florida. I was trying to see if they had his. They, he says he's the 88 overall player, but I'm trying to see if they had his ranking as a corner. Excuse me. No, they don't. Okay, well. Either way, so, that's that's pretty cool, dude. Um, yeah. You know, uh, the, the Gators need all the help they can get, so mm-hmm. especially on the defensive side of the ball. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean you, you and I both believe that defense wins games and wins championships, so mm-hmm. they they that's pretty stout, dude. That's all of them. They also got a four-star safety earlier today, two, about two hours ago, this article says. Uh, five foot, ten hundred eighty-five, who ranks number 27 safety in the 2023 class. So there, there you go. You got, we got two defensive awesome. backs. Two guys on the defensive side. So we'll take that. Heck yeah, brother. So, yeah, there you go. Some breaking news in the sports line. So, yeah, anyway, so let's get back to the um, officiating. I agree with you. When it comes to that kind of play, you need to be able to challenge that one. Because let, let's talk about not only the, these bullshit calls, because they were bullshit. Yeah. We'll go back to when Tom Brady took on the Rams in the Super Bowl, the ASC title game, when he was in Kansas City, 
in overtime on that third and ten when he was roughed as a passer to a blow to the head when the guy hit him in the shoulder pad. Not the head, the shoulder pad. The guy reached out and went like this, not up here. I'm not going to hit you. I'm just saying. He grabbed you right here on the sh- grabbed right here on the shoulder, and they called roughing the pla- passer for a blow to the head. Yeah, and he didn't even touch his head. And, and yeah, it needs to it needs to happen. They need to change something with this because you you got a lot of games riding on on these refs too, mm-hmm. and it's not right. Yeah, because what mean, what's going to happen if you're doing that in a playoff? Game? And not only that, but I think these refs should be fined. If you make a really bad call, a yeah. really fucking bad call, this is blatantly bad. Yeah, you should be fine for it. Absolutely. So, you know, you can sit there and tell me player safety all you want, but when the what are you gonna do as a? You, you're gonna have to eventually, like I keep saying, you're just gonna have to put flags on the quarterback and rip flags off them. Yeah, that's gonna be the only way because you guys are so protective of the quarterback. I get it. They're the fan franchise. Uh, they're the franchise player of each franchise. I understand that. Yeah. But now you basically now are making it look like you can't tackle him or touch him or breathe on him. Yeah. So you're gonna have to just put flags on him then. And boom! I grabbed your flag. You're down. Don't throw it, Brady. Because <laughs> then guess what? You're gonna have a simultaneous swipe of the flag. Someone's releasing the ball. Is the ball still technically in his hand? And right. then you're going to have to review that. Was he actually sick because he pulled his flag? Is it simultaneous? Do we give it to the quarterback or not? You know, it's going to be so stupid. Yeah, man. Uh, in some ways, I think they need to also maybe let up on some of this uh, safety precaution bullshit. In some ways, only for the sole fact that you're going to get to the point where you can't even play football anymore. You can't play it because you can't hurt nobody. You can't because that's the name of the game with that shit. Right. You're, you're supposed to clobber people. You're supposed to freaking be as physical as you possibly can. Yep. And when you're telling a defensive lineman or a freaking an end or, or a middle linebacker or a right outside linebacker, whatever, whatever the case may be, that... Oh, there, there's a chance you're going to get roughing the passer for, you know. I mean, think about it. You're coming in, and, and what if you can't stop your momentum, and you just knock into them, and then what, you get freaking called on that shit? That's right. dumb. Yeah. It's just stupid. You had two really bad calls. You know, I mentioned a third from a year, few years back, and it's just like, look, I get it. There should be never be a hit to the head. Yeah. You shouldn't go low on the quarterbacks because that's their knees. I get that. But now you're making it basically, even though you've shrunk the target zone, you basically made it where you can't really tackle him in the target zone because you might hit him too hard. Yeah. What is that? I mean, come on. Give me a break. Either put a flag on him and let's play flag football with the quarterback or you're just going to have to let him get hit. Granted, I understand you're trying to make it safer. You don't want the quarterback to get hit. Well, guess what? He's going to have to get hit. You already put in the protocol. If you get hit so hard and you appear to be concussed, even if it wasn't a blow to the head because Tua's wasn't a blow to the head, as was whiplash from his head smacking the turf after he got pushed. Yeah. You're done. Fine. That That's fine with me. Let it be happen that way. That's fine with we me. We encourage okay that. that. We encourage that. Especially if you get up and you don't look like you can walk. Yeah. In a straight line. 
Two feet. Tua couldn't walk two feet when he when he fell back down or went down. They, yeah. they didn't really say he fell down. I watched it. He's not really falling down. He stumbles and he's, almost... He looked like he's drunk. Yeah. Kinda. He kind of looked like he was drunk. He couldn't even walk two feet without looking like he was about to just fall on his face. So, I get that. Leave that. But you better let him hit it. Yeah. Because otherwise, put a flag on him and then you're going to have more controversy than you know what to do with. Because like I said... How are you going to handle the simultaneous like, snatch of the flag and the ball in the hand? Like what I'm saying is eventually it's just going to be flag football period because you guys are so worried about people getting hurt. Yeah. And it's like these men sign these contracts. They know what they're getting into. They know what it is. Come on. You know, I mean, sure, try and make things a little bit safer, but... This constant penalty after penalty after penalty. And I swear to God, we go to commercial so many times for penalty breaks. It's just, it's so irritating anymore. It's just like, it, it takes the fun out of watching a football game. Yeah, it is. It's And it's it's just insane what they've done with that. And I'm looking forward to them figuring it out this offseason because the NFL's already made a statement. That they're going to look into it, but nothing is going to be imminent until the offseason. By then, though, if it costs a team a chance at the Super Bowl or costs them the Super Bowl, it might be too little too late by then, you know? So. Yeah. Yeah, they should be. Uh, they should already be working on that shit now. Absolutely. So, um, real quick Matt Rule was fired from the Carolina Panthers as their head coach. Uh, that will be the. Six head coach in five years for um, Baker Mayfield when he comes back from his injury. So, yeah. Uh, Carolina not looking good. Yeah, man. Uh, it is what it is with this, dude. At some point, you got to think you got to think more of what's going on within this or- organization because really, the Panthers haven't been really that great in a while. So, mm-hmm. it is what it is, man. It sucks, but you know, the game will go on. Yep, absolutely. And Baker, man, I really hope he does do well there, dude, because the Browns did him shitty. I don't even like the Browns, and I didn't like him when he was with the Browns, but now that he's away from it, it's like, okay, let's give him a shot. Right. So. Yeah. Uh, I still didn't really care that he went to the Carolina, I thought maybe, well, maybe he'll turn things around. Carolina just hasn't looked good at all. Uh, but Matt Rule, though, it was kind of on him, on himself there. Uh, honestly, he's one of those that's probably going to just be a better college coach than he ever will be an NFL coach. Yeah. Um, so, you know, he'll pretty much have his choice of colleges. Uh, you know, already some pretty decent openings in college. Uh, of course, um, Colin Cowherd keeps joking around that Oklahoma should fire their head coach already and get ready to hire Matt Rule. <laughs> I'm like, damn, Venable, Brett Venables can't even get a year in and Colin's already firing him. I mean, granted, they did lose 49 nothing at home to Texas uh, recently, so I kind of I kind of understand that. Or not technically, it wasn't at home, it was in the Cotton Bowl at the, in the Red River rivalry. They don't play in each other's stadiums. But I still don't get that, though. It's like, and it's the same with me in Georgia and Florida. You have this neutral site, but it's technically in one team's state. Yeah. 
in your opposite, you're not the same state. So it's, it'd be one thing if like Oregon and Oregon State played at a neutral state. They're both in Oregon. Yeah. Florida, Florida State, Miami, Florida State, Miami and Florida. If they played at a neutral site, they're all in Florida. But Georgia going to Jacksonville, I get it. A lot of um, uh, Georgia fans end up migrating down at some point in their professional careers into Jacksonville because there's a lot of good job opportunities in Jacksonville. I'm just saying, though, in all honesty, it's not really technically still a home game for Georgia if they have to travel there. It's not really a home game for Oklahoma if they have to travel to Texas to face their rival. Yeah. All the time at a quote unquote neutral site. You know? Yeah, I, I just I don't get that. You know, Michigan, Michigan. It'd be like if Michigan and Ohio State played in Detroit all the time at a neutral site. Is that really neutral? Is that really weird? Right? Technically, a home game for Ohio State? No. Yeah, it's not. You know, that's why they go back and forth. You know. So, anyways, that's just my thought on that one. Just kind of I mean, like I agree with you, man. It's, it's weird, but anyways, I went off a little thing. But anyways, Matt Rule will eventually be um, on a college team, ready to go again, and he'll lead somebody and get them, you know, back on track. And I would recommend maybe going the Pete Carroll route. You kind of learn from this, kind of dive into college for a little while, yeah, and then when you feel like you know you can get into a good situation. Because, granted, Seattle was going to end up being a good situation. It just got really good because they got Russell Wilson, honestly. But at the same time, I feel like it was already kind of developing that way towards being a good situation for uh, Pete Carroll when he went up to Seattle and took over the Seahawks. So yeah, maybe be a little more picky with where you're wanting to go on that. Definitely, yeah. So. But hey, I mean, I wouldn't mind getting paid forty million dollars to sit at home right now too. So, <laughs> did, did you get that uh, that TikTok I sent you about Blake Bortles? Uh, I saw it. I, I haven't I haven't seen it. Seen it, but oh, I saw you sent it to me. Dude, Massachusetts. you need to look at that. He was talking about his they, career earnings. Yeah, he's. Yeah. I know he's got. He's made a lot of money for basically. Same thing with um, Sam Bradford. Made a lot of money basically playing hardly any for pro football. Right. Basically not doing a whole lot. <laughs> it's still pretty crazy, dude. Yeah, well, I mean, Bradford got lucky because he was the last huge-ass rookie contract. Yeah. So that's why he was the reason why everyone went, we might want to stop paying unproven rookies $50 million. Yeah. It's like, you think? I mean, if we're going to pay a rookie $50 million, you know, the Rams could have picked, you know, and Dominican Sue. Gerald McCoy, you know, someone good. Right. No. Pikachu knows everything. <laughs> <laughs> that was before Les Snead. Les Snead. Les Snead, you got work to do. Fix that offensive line, bro. Holy crap. Right. And someone called Big Wit. We need you back, old man. That way we can move Note Boom to guard. Someone get Allen healthy enough so he can play center because he's not great, but he's not terrible. It's not as bad as what we got now. And then, for the love of God, figure out who can play right guard and we're good to go. Yeah. Yeah. There, there's no hope. You, you guys need offensive line help, too, by the way. 
Yeah, dude. Uh, <laughs> Your running game has been non-existent for a while. Yeah, it's been pretty crazy, dude. It's not the same Steelers it was back in the day. Yeah, you guys are definitely are not the uh, ground and pound and play great defense steel curtain. Yeah. Granted, your best defensive player is not playing due to injury, which I think once he gets back, I think that will help booster the whole entire team, like you said earlier, because he's that locker room um, oh, energizer. Yeah. So, freaking, I mean, you guys got, I'm like, you guys got TJ Watt in the draft? Can you shut up, go away. <laughs> Just picking freaking easy pickings right there. Oh, let's see. Should I get TJ Watt, who's got really good speed and edge and probably as good, maybe even better than his brother JJ, who's a Hall of Famer? Yes, please. Yep. How did he not go number one? Honestly, I don't freaking care. You can't tell me. You can't tell me why he couldn't go number one. I don't care. Quarterback or TJ Watt, who's going to kill a quarterback at some point? I think the guy who's going to kill the quarterback. Yep. I have to go back and look at the draft because it probably wasn't. Was that the Patrick Mahomes draft? I got to know now. Sorry, I got to know now. What year was TJ Watt drafted? That way. He was drafted in the... He was drafted 30th overall in the 2017 draft. 27 NFL draft. 30th overall. That many teams passed on him. By the way, I'd like to point out my team did not have a first-round pick that year because we traded it. Oh, come on. So we couldn't have picked him if we wanted to. (laughs) Come on, bro. We couldn't pick him. We didn't have a first-round pick. Yep, that was. That was the Mahomes, Deshaun Watson. (laughs) Okay. Chicago. Mitch Trubisky or TJ freaking Watt? Very true. Come on. Trubisky was number two overall. Come on. Uh, Miles, it was a toss-up, basically. To me, honestly, you would be happy with Miles Garrett. But number two, I'd TJ Watt, not Mitch Trubisky. So, yeah, that was fucking stupid. <laughs> it's funny, though. Oh, my God. I mean... Patrick Mahomes, yeah. Deshaun Watson before the scandal, yeah. Yeah. But Mitch Trubisky, bro, which he ended up getting anyways, but still. Right. Yeah, I'd still rather have TJ Watt. Agreed. <laughs> Especially about Chicago. Chicago was probably sitting there going, well, you know, we could have had TJ Watt at two. <laughs> Hell, we didn't even have to trade with the Niners. We could have had him at three because they got, I think, Solomon Thomas from – Stanford, and he didn't even pan out really in the NFL. I mean, he had some good year, a couple good years, but he wasn't much of anything, honestly. So, yeah. The Niners, how about at number three, Solomon Thomas or TJ Watt? Right. Especially now that you have, you could have had Nick Bosa and JJ uh, TJ Watt. I'm saying, you know, whatever. Right, that would have been a killer defense. Whatever, Niners. Oh. But he's a stealer. He's a stealer. And it was a good steal. Yeah, you guys stole the fucking first round with that pick. Oh, jeez. We're picking 30. What are we going to do? Oh, is that TJ Watt? JJ Watt's little brother? Ours. <laughs> yep. 
I mean, he's basically a stealer. You can just tell. I, I, I'm surprised, honestly, JJ didn't end up a stealer at some point. Right. It's just like, it, it would have made so much sense. It's like, honestly, you're basically a stealer at heart, bro. You just don't know it. Get your butt up to Pittsburgh and help your brother out. It's just weird that he's with Arizona now. Yeah. It's just weird. He would be doing a lot better if he was in Pittsburgh. True. Because he would have his brother on the opposite side of him and they'd be rushing together and the quarterback would go, ah, I'm seeing what? Right? I mean, I think about it, dude. Like, the rivalry between them two anyways to play better. And just the bets they would have going on. All sorts of sh- shenanigans going on in the <laughs> locker room. Just craziness, bro. Oh, yeah. Someone get the number on that what? Was it 90 or 99? Right. I can't tell the difference. It was too fast. <laughs> if it was real fast, it was 90. Uh, I can't tell time. I'm, I'm freaking concussed. Anyways, I think that will be enough for us. <laughs> we went on a couple rants. And it was fun, dude. It was yeah. fun. That's what it's about. Good way to end the week. Yep. So we all hope you enjoy your weekend. Hopefully the Dodgers bounce back after that bullshit game last night. Fucking lost to the Padres. How do you lose to the Padres at home? Yikes. Bullshit. I stayed up until 2 o'clock in the morning to watch that crap. Guess you did. Yeah, I guess so. Kershaw. Clayton. Stop giving up homers. Stop hanging out with your f- friend. <laughs> yeah, stop hanging out with your fur friend. <laughs> Who's also kind of got arm issues. Quarterback number nine, Los Angeles Rams. Arm issues, back issues. Feet y'all, issues. Y'all turning into a bunch of old men, age. I know, we won the Super Bowl and everybody aged like exponentially overnight. <laughs> like, what the hell just happened? And Allen Robinson has not lived up to what I was hoping he would be. Someone get me Odell Beckham Jr., please, for the love of God. Oh, gosh, dude. I wonder if they're going to sign him. Yeah, that was interesting story that developed today. Yeah. From technically yesterday or last night, whatever. But, yeah. Please, for the love of God, just sign Odell. He wants to be a Ram. He's happy. He just wants more money. Just give him some money. Yeah. Yeah, I think he deserves it, dude. I mean, technically, he... What a one MVP if it wasn't for his injury. I, I mean, I love Cooper, but yeah, if anybody was going to win MVP that game, if Odell wasn't injured, it would have been Odell. Oh, yeah. Because nobody in Cincinnati could stop him. The turf stopped him. Mm-hmm. Our own freaking turf stopped him. That freaking sucked. I'm like, no, not Odell. Anybody but Odell. Or no Cooper, though. Uh, well, then again, if Cooper went down, it wouldn't mind the matter because no one was stopping Odell. So, I don't know. We'll see. Well, we'll never have to know. We won the Super Bowl. I'm happy about that. Yep. But uh, we're probably not going back this year. Yeah, probably not. It's been quite the rough year already. So, I'll just have to keep rooting for my Ducks to somehow make it to the Rose Bowl or possibly sneak into the college football playoff because, hell, why not? We could. Sorry, brother. The Gators lost twice. They ain't making it. Yeah. Even if they upset Georgia, they ain't making it. Sad to say. Because you know who they'll take? They'll take a two-loss Bama. <laughs> Bama loses twice. Unfortunately, yeah. yeah. All right, man. So, uh, yes, have a good weekend, you guys. Hope it's a good one. Hope your teams 
win unless your teams happen to be playing our teams, then unfortunately we hope your team loses. Exactly. Because <laughs> that's how we roll. Because we're biased like that. We don't that's care. right. So if you're a Panthers fan, you're going down this weekend, son. <laughs> Who's your team playing this weekend? I'm drawing a blank. Bro, you're supposed to be on your team. Why do I have to be the keeper of your team? It's your team. You keep them. Oh, hey. I don't... care more when they win. Wow. Just <laughs> threw Pittsburgh under the bus. Damn. I'm sorry, dude, but that was the worst freaking. Like we game said, though, at least your quarterback. How long? Since uh, ben, Big Ben's five picks. Ugh. Oh, you guys got to play Tampa. Oh, yeah. We're at home. Luckily, you're at home. We're at home, but it's Tampa, and it's Tom Brady, and he's... If you get lucky, you might be able to play Miami in Miami without Tua. That might help. Yeah. Oh, then you got to play Philly in Philly, though. Ugh. Ugh. Then you got to play New Orleans at home. Cincinnati at home. Hope that's not a short week for you guys. No, it's a whole week. Okay, you're good there. The Monday Night Football against Colts. Hey, you can beat the Colts. Everybody's pretty much beating the Colts. Oh, yeah. Might be able to beat the Falcons. Hey, we got to play the Panthers. You got to play the Panthers, too. Way down the road. Anyways, okay. So, yeah, if you're a Buccaneers fan, your team's going down in Pittsburgh. (laughs) I don't believe it, but we'll see. Uh, go Gators. <laughs> the Ducks are off this weekend, so I can fully back the Gators this weekend. <laughs> I will be decked out in Gator blue. Head to, um, thighs. Because I don't no have... Socks. I don't have Gator socks or no shoes. socks or shoes. And also, I don't have Gator underwear. <laughs> Ew, bro. Hey, I have Doc Boxers, bro. Dude, nobody needs to know what your underwear looks like, brother. It's green and yellow. God. With... Oregon written on it in little spatches. And a duck in the crotch. No, there's no duck in the crotch. <laughs> there's a surprise in the Never mind, anyways. <laughs> let's move on. There'd be a gator in my shorts. <laughs> anyways. Um, I was really happy, though, that your son had a really good time, though, at the game. Dude, he had so much fun. And it, mm. was, it was some good bonding and... He was asking questions the whole time, and he was just excited about all of it, dude. Yep. I really, the only thing I wish is we could have took him to see some, some, uh, you know, players at the end of the game. But I'm kind of glad that we took off and left the way we did. Yeah, since I almost got us locked in Gainesville. Yeah. So. Literally, almost had my car locked up, and not even impounded. It wouldn't have been impounded. It just would have been locked up. Because I parked in a spot I obviously should not have. Well, they should be more specific on uh, do not park here type thing. Yeah, there should have been a sign this is not for public parking for the game or game parking. Yeah. Unless you are working at this place. Yeah. Whatever that lady does. So, we got lucky. Uh, Gate wasn't completely locked. Uh, We were able to get in. Lady came in after us. Thank God, because if she didn't, my car would have been locked up, and we would have been in Gainesville at least for another hour while we were begging Miss Tay to come get us. Yeah. I'll give you gas money if you come get us. Yeah, that was uh, that was fun, but uh, 
Yeah, man. To, to be able to take him and go do that, that that's a memory that he'll always have. Mm-hmm. And uh, maybe he'll be more more inclined to uh, watch football with us every weekend. Well, he's going to watch football Saturday because he's got to watch the Gators again and then they take on the LSU Tigers. Yep. Go Gators. Sorry, not go Tigers. Go Gators. Go Gators. Go Gators. <laughs> I bet you even... Uh, even uh, old Ed Orgeron's even going, you know what? Fuck it. Go Gators. <laughs> <laughs> they fired me. Go Gators. Ah, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so, yeah. So, uh, that'll do it for us here at Sports Talk. And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. Hey, everyone. This is Big Man. This is Cooper. We hope you enjoyed our latest episode, but be sure to check us out on our social medias. On Facebook at Cooper Big Man. Our Facebook page, Sports Talk with Cooper and Big Man. On Twitter at Cooper underscore Big Man ST. On Instagram also at Cooper Big underscore Big Man ST. At TikTok at sportstalk.cooper.bigman. Or you can email us at sportstalk with Cooper in Big Man. That's sportstalk, W-I-T, Cooper, the letter N, Big Man, and that's at gmail.com. Thank you for tuning in, and we love you guys for checking us out. Be sure to catch us on our next episode. Hey, what's up, everybody? This is Joey Calvez. I want to tell you guys a little bit about the Department of Metahuman Affairs. This one is a story about a team led by a retired sidekick, two felons, a failed actor from Broadway, and a reprogrammed cyborg. But their first mission is to stop the criminals who have robbed a bank, and they will have to set the world at ease. You're going to get 180 pages of entertainment action-packed awesomeness right here in the first six issues in a collected hardcover volume one all you got to do is head on over to kickstarter.com and type in the department of metahuman affairs or dma and check it out right now